0: From Relay FM, this is the Pan Addict, episode 451. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and Uni Pizza Ovens. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike, how are you? Well, so funny to you?
1: I have no idea. I think, uh, legitimately, I'm happy to be here. I'm not even like joking like the last 30 minutes you know I've just kind of been bouncing around like I I got up got some things done this morning you know I did awesome fun businessy things like accounting and you know emails and bills and that kind of stuff this morning and then like the last 30 minutes before the show I was just like bouncing around like it's podcast time it's podcast time so I'm just in a good mood Mike is that so wrong
0: it's nothing wrong with that at all
1: what is wrong with you what's wrong with you (laughs)
0: <laughs> anyway that's exactly the right way to start a show uh, last week big episode episode 450 we got lots of great feedback i enjoyed putting it together it was a fun time
1: it was good it was f- it, number one when company start- started replying to us then that was that was funny like a johto reached out It's was like hey yes like that was funny like and then you know i've had some other people talk to me you know behind the scenes about it and it was like oh that was fun it was uh really cool to put that together it was fun to kind of run through that and we're still getting commentary about it which i appreciate because we put like a lot of work into that and it was it was fun to do so now it makes me like should i get back into like aggressively kickstarting again which that's not going to happen but i uh i just enjoyed the whole idea of the show running through the goods and the goods and the bads. And it was just a fun look back because it ran, you know, such in sync with the podcast as a whole, right? That's what made it good. Like we, it was basically a running thread from when we started, um, was not far after, uh, Kickstarter started. So it was, it was good to do, but, uh, thank you all for all the great feedback. It was, it was awesome to read. Speaking of which, all the Kickstarters, Mike, I just wanted to give a quick Knock Co Kickstarter shipping update. Okay. I have shipped through Backer 200. This is for the wax canvas cases. The feedback has been great for people who have received there. So thank y'all for that. Keep that coming. You know, let me know your thoughts on the cases. Um, there was like 530 backers, maybe. So I'm not quite halfway there yet, but uh, I should be past halfway before the week is out. And. Yeah, that's kind of the pace I'm going at. And I need to kind of ramp that up, Mike. Right. Because next week we're going to talk about another product I'm going to have to start shipping, mm. which is the the spoke fountain pen release is going to be next week. So we'll save. well, like ready to go? Yeah.
0: Huh. Okay. Like it's go time. I'd love to get one, but you just never sent anything mm. to me. It's so. questionable.
1: Questionable. Uh, maybe now when I send, start selling the fountain pens, I'll send you your roadie. That's probably the move. Well, I will
0: also I want to couple it with a fountain pen, so mm, you know, maybe I have another six-month delay or something.
1: Yes, yes. So, like, I think now's the time to ship the roadie to you, and then we'll just put the fountain pens just on the ledger somewhere. Yeah,
0: that sounds about mm. right. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So <laughs> if I if I actually buy one,
1: will it force mm. you to
0: send it to me? Or will yes. You, you, okay, so that we Well, go. maybe now I'll just I cancel the
1: order. To maybe I'll just so cancel they, the order.
0: Grease the palms. Mm-hmm. Over mm-hmm. at the spoke company,
1: <laughs> so grease I have, the wheel, like, grease the wheel, get it. Ah. There you go. Um, we'll do a full breakdown of what we're doing next week. Um, for next week's show, so plan on that. Uh, that'll be like a half episode of the madness that that we're trying to uh put forth out into the world. It is gonna. It's a little bit crazy, but. It's, it's good. It's it's okay to be a little bit crazy and do things that, you know, other companies don't really do. And that's kind of what we're setting out to do here. So yeah. stay tuned for that. I teased the a single fountain pen that I made through all the parts of the fountain pens that I've received so far on stream yesterday. So if you want a teaser of that, you can go to uh, um, the Twitch stream. You can catch the VOD just twitch.tv slash or you can go to the PenAddict youtube channel and see a replay of it and see what i built i'm maybe that's why i'm in a good mood mike because it's awesome it looks really good i'm very happy with it so that's the deal um and as coincidence would have it, launch day is going to be actually podcast day next week, so I'll be a little bit, a uh, little bit harried. Uh, next I'm looking Wednesday. at I'm looking
0: at the video right now. That's a good looking pen.
1: Yeah, it's fun. We like to have fun with this stuff, right? So it's like exactly what I want to use. Yeah. Right. And we've talked about this a hundred times over the nearly decade we've been doing this. Like I, I make the things I want to use, and you yeah, know, and then hopefully you like them too. Yeah, it looks but nice. this is, this is even going to be like this is going to be very different from a lot what a lot of people are used to. People who have been following me teasing the prototypes kind of know what they're getting into, but for people who haven't seen it, I think they're going to be surprised with a couple of the, a couple of the things that we're doing with this pen. So, and I, I look forward to the feedback from that. So, there you go. I have some feedback for Kaveko, Mike. Is that okay?
0: Yes, I would love to hear it.
1: You're still looking at the pen, aren't you? I was. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. I'll take some pictures of it when I get the official spoke pen nib in, which should happen today. So that's what I'm waiting for. Oh. That's why you, I haven't done like Instagram pictures because I don't have the proper nib. I have a nib that fits. They take Yovo number sixes. Um, But uh, un- until then, let me let me have a conversation with Kaweco. Um, I, I think we need to just chat about their new procedures for naming their special edition pins right we covered this what a month ago a few yeah. weeks ago about how hey good idea naming all your special editions collection and getting rid of all these machinations that they were trying to put in place with regional naming and stamping the name you know on the on the pin you know rest in peace uh palette and evergreen. Uh, I I'll, I'll miss you. Um rest in peace golden espresso. I I'll, I'll miss you. But that experiment ended quickly. They're just going to go with straight up collection, Mike, on the limited editions, except this first one. Except this first one where they apparently got to, forgot to tell the factory not to stamp sport <laughs> <laughs> on on the on the on the sport model and put collection on it it's hilarious like this is no big deal whatsoever but I get so much pleasure and joy from this how it's did not you even find funny this? uh someone someone uh tweeted me so um, basically they're, they're... it's a link to Goulet
0: pens and there's a couple of different images on the page. The renders or what, are clearly very like very much the official the images official, yeah. from Kaveco say Caveco uh-huh. collection. But the mm-hmm. pictures, which I would assume have been taken by Goulet of the product <laughs> page, say Caveco <laughs> Sport on the side. So something got messed up here. I mean, we'll have to see when they I guess when they if they haven't already started shipping like landing with people for all we know mm-hmm. that's a prototype or something and sure they didn't stamp it correctly so if anybody buys one of these um brad's probably already bought one i wouldn't be surprised no no I know? okay if anybody buys one of these the lavender ones we want a picture of the sides. does it say sport or collection on it because now it's, yeah. it's all over the map
1: they've started showing them in the uh pen attic slack and i think they're i think they're getting both i know there's definitely wow. been some sports oh out it there. says
0: it says on the Goulet page no, some pens are engraved Kaveco Sport, and others Kaveco <laughs> Collection. Our stock is mixed, and unfortunately, we are unable to honor special requests. So this they must have amazing. gotten a bunch of questions about it. This is so funny.
1: I love this so much. This may. This is why I want to do a podcast. I don't care what you know about using the stuff. I want to. I want to see when companies do goof ups like this because it. It really doesn't matter. But the lead up into hey. This is now what we're gonna do, yeah. and me thinking, "Hey, this is a great idea." How did this and happen? then they just straight up butcher it right out the gate. I that's love so it. So
0: strange, especially because it's like a sense of like a new product launch type deal, right? Like new right. branding. You would assume like that they important. would be all over it, but I don't know. Maybe the samples that Caveco got. I mean, we we've, we've all had this. Anyone that's made stuff so has had this happen. The samples that Caveco got, like sent to them from the factory or whatever. Or whoever was signing it off said one thing, but then when they went actually went out to the distributors, someone messed up.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm thinking like I don't want to say like it's in house, like I don't know for sure, but I mean I think they're their own manufacturer kind of thing, right? So I I could be could be mistaken on that. Yeah. It it's just funny because of what you said, like the importance they put on this at the jump. <laughs> <laughs> and then just goof it up, in the right in the beginning, I love it. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. To um, so now we're gonna have to. We need to count, Mike. We we need to count which one's gonna be rare. This is like those. It's like a collectible error card or something like that, right? So, like, is this is did they only make ten percent sports? Is that the rare one now? And is that one gonna go secondary market for a bajillion dollars? Right? I don't know. I don't know, Mike. It's just oh you God. know. Maybe this is maybe this is Caveco's. Uh maybe they did it on purpose. Maybe there's a conspiracy theory. Now people have to buy multiples. So now they have two, one that says sport, one that says collection. Maybe this is big pen with the conspiracy going on. Well, this is how maybe you they get, did it on this, is, purpose. this
0: is how you make it more valuable.
1: Mm. This is why we do this show, Mike. This this is what I care about the most.
0: (laughs) Someone needs to make an NFT of this, (laughs) Brad. That's the thing. That's what you got to do now.
1: I have electricity concerns about this uh, topic, Mike, so I need to to, uh, learn about this more.
0: The electricity thing is one thing, and I understand that, um, but there's parts about the NFT stuff where artists benefit greatly that I support. Like Here's the thing that I found out about NFTs, in case you didn't know. Every time they resell, so like if I bought your art and sold it to somebody else, you Mm. make a percentage of the cut of my sale forever. Every time an NFT is resold, the original artist makes money. Hmm. And I think that that is so incredible and is exactly how art should work, in my opinion. Like Mm -hmm. that every time it's resold like there should be a royalty that goes back to the artist i think it makes sense you're buying the work of somebody else so
1: yeah no i i, I don't disagree i just don't know enough about it to be able to speak on it
0: nfts if in case you don't know it's called they're called non-fungible tokens it is digital art sale This this is a topic that you may have heard a little bit about it's to do with the blockchain and crypto mm-hmm. and all that stuff but
1: yeah, I would like to understand more because that's like a market I would participate in personally, mm. right? But I, I just don't, I haven't spent the time to learn. I will about recommend, what's
0: going on. Uh, we're going to mention Betty uh, in a little bit of the Pictorial podcast here on Relay mm-hmm. FM. Uh, mm-hmm. You should go and subscribe to Pictorial because, as yeah. they are saying in the chat, and as I would have assumed anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. they will cover NFTs on that show because it's a big thing in the art world. So Relay dot yeah. FM slash pictorial, which is also just a great show for people totally. I'm sure that listen to this show. It focuses on art. Um it's by Quinn and Betty, two art enthusiasts, but it's not a like high brow, you know, like, oh you don't understand mm-hmm. art kind of show. Like this is for people that enjoy art but don't but like want to learn more, that kind of thing. So they it's it's more about sharing and enthusiasm rather mm-hmm. than like oh you 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 know you got to pay the price to come into this room do you know what i mean like it's not- right
1: i mean and now that we're we're leaving into this and you mentioned highbrow i would like to put on betty's radar that we need a lowbrow art episode mm. um she'll know what i'm i'm talking about and um that's a art world i like to uh follow um you know it's not exactly what you think um but um that is one of my <laughs> That is one of my uh, one of my uh, art fandom. An underground visual
0: art movement that arose in the nineteen sixties. Okay, Mm -hmm.
1: so there There you go. All right, let's make a pizza.
0: Okay. Is that, is this like a, just a new phrase? Like we got, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like this is when we get on with the show. Okay, let's make a pizza. No, let's talk about Uni Pizza Ovens, the world's number one pizza oven company. They make surprisingly small ovens that are powered by your choice of either wood, charcoal, or gas, letting you make restaurant quality pizza in your own backyard. Uni Pizza Ovens are super easy to use. They're very portable and will fit in any outside space. Uni Pizza Ovens can reach temperatures of up To 900 degrees fahrenheit or 500 degrees celsius which enables you to cook restaurant quality pizza in as little as 60 seconds it's that high temperature that separates these pizzas from those that you can make in a home oven uh, one of their most popular models is the Unicoda 16. This is a gas-powered oven that can cook up to 16-inch pizzas and has an innovative L-shaped burner at the back that gives you even heat distribution. Uni pizza ovens start from just $299 with free shipping to the US, UK, and the EU, with two of their coolest models being the multi-fueled Caru, which can use wood, charcoal, or gas, or the Unicoda 16. They also make an awesome app as well to help you perfect your dough recipe and give you loads of pizza-making tips. Brad, can you actually? Before we started the show today, you were saying that it's nearly uni season uh, in the Dowdy household again.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's mainly because I'm a I'm a big I'm a big chicken and don't want to uh, go out in the in the cold and fire it up. But it's actually it would be smart if I did, right? Because the uni oven is just going to warm me up. So um, we have an uni. We love to use it. We tend to use it more. Which is when I say, you know, it's it's not cold. That's like nine months out of the year. It's not cold around here. So we yep. fire up the Uni quite frequently. It's an amazing piece of technology. I still haven't totally wrapped my head around. But um, what Uni has created um, has been nothing short of impressive. And they mm-hmm. kind of changed the industry, if I'm being, being honest about it. Like, I didn't see so many... Uh, you know, such competition before they show that they have such a great product out there. Yep. And it's, it's one of the first to to really do this. It's the best. Um, and it is so easy to use. It's so fun to use and it's really like this family gathering point it's like you know you're not going to do it i'm not going to break out the uni for myself mike if if everyone's out of town but it's like we make an evening of it like let's all make pizzas yeah we can all make our own pizza fire it in the uni and we can be done like i can cook four pizzas for the four of us in our family in like five minutes right it's awesome mm-hmm. i love it
0: listeners of this show can get 10% off their purchase of an Uni Pizza Oven, which is up to $50 off of the Ooni of 16. Just go to uni.com and use the code PENADDICT21 at checkout. When you're there, you'll find a great range of accessories from peels to cutters to oven tables. Everyone's making pizza at home right now. It's a great lockdown activity, and this is a perfect tool for the job, which also explains why Uni Pizza Ovens are incredibly are in incredibly high demand. So don't miss out. Uni Pizza Ovens are the best way to bring restaurant-quality pizza to your own back so go to uni.com, that's O O N I.com, and use the code PENADIC21 for 10% off. Our thanks to Uni Pizza Ovens for their support of this show and Relay FM.
1: I think I'm excited about this next topic, Mike, but I'm not totally sure. And I'm definitely interested in what you have to say about okay. the launch of the Pilot Custom Heritage SE. Okay. So we started getting links for this last week, right? Some of mm-hmm. our friends were sending these links. Hey, this is, you know, what you've been looking for from Pilot or look at this new pen from Pilot. And we've been seeing it, you know, around the internet. And just full disclosure, the the Tokyo Inklings podcast, episode 26, they have this pen in hand and did a full breakdown of awesomeness on this pen. You should go listen to... Um, CY, Jacob, and their special guest this week, Elisa, who has the pen in hand, and they've been able to check these out in Japan because that's the only place they're at right now, which we'll talk about later. But what is the Pilot Custom Heritage SE? It is a special edition styled in Pilot's traditional it looks like the miniature version of the 912 i don't want to call it the 91 because it has like the 912 clip but it has the smaller nib like on the 91 or the 74 if you're familiar with those pilot models and what they did was kind of a marbled resin barrel with black grip section black finial and then they have five different colors like an orange red blue green and gray basically swirled marble patterns it's kind of not exactly like a pelican type of swirl but that kind of look like i get that like in the blues and greens i see kind of okay i could see a pelican making this kind of swirl right it is approximately 300 um to purchase this um you know which i'll talk about that a little bit more in a second but I'm a little delimited, right? This is what I've been asking for, for pilot for, I don't know how many years, right? I want to see pilot. I don't want to see them copy sailor, right? And what sailor has done as far as custom editions, special editions, limited editions. Um, we'll have a conversation about that later. I almost think sailor might've gone too far in, in, or maybe, you know, making, making a path that I don't know that they can recover from, but I want to see pilot do more with what they have because what they have is really good. Like, a pen like the Pilot Custom Heritage 912 is an amazing pen that I recommend a lot. But, Mike, it comes in black with rhodium trim. Like, the end. Like, there's no annual special edition for that. Um, You know, they'll mix in new barrel colors for different product lines here and there. Like, the Falcon had two barrel colors this year. Like, a purple barrel and a blue barrel. And those did very well. But it's still... Standardish, mm-hmm. so this is a dedicated special edition to a certain pen lineup, and it's a little bit different design. So, what do you think about this pen, just as a pen from Pilot, and kind of the pricing and just kind of the whole bigger picture? Because I have a few more thoughts on it.
0: So, the pricing is kind of around three hundred dollars mm-hmm. or so, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know, Brad. Honestly, I'm really i sh- I'm struggling with this one. I think that's it, yeah. Like our friend Thomas sent this to us, and mm-hmm. Thomas said kind of what other people have said. It was like, this is what you wanted,
1: right? And it, my answer is kind of like, no? <laughs> right. My final takeaway is I think this is a half measure.
0: Yeah, I... It's like just regular ish looking swirls and they're nice it's like a nice mm-hmm. acrylic it's nice a- and it's a thing to do right <laughs> they did a thing yes <laughs> but i just especially having a small nib like it looks like a yes. kind of pro gear slim sized nib it is and it doesn't look like it's a particularly small bodied pen right like it's so I can't tell
1: yeah it's kind of this is basically the pro gear slim model of pilot this is the custom ninety one custom seventy four sizing of pilot with the pilot's five nib i don't I hesitate to call it a number five nib it's not pilot has their own nib sizing where the pilot nine twelve is the the nineteen eleven large or the pro gear standard with the larger nib and in pilot it'd be the ten nib right so this is the smaller category uh, of the pen um i think i can tell you why this bothers me i think i will bottled it mm-hmm. now i want to see like
0: you do as well pilot do more exciting things to dig into their back catalog as well you know like we talk about some of the incredible pen designs they have in their history that they are not doing anything with, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all of the Mayu, the Murex, and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole, and whole thing. And then we another is... a question
1: about that later.
0: Okay. but And then the other thing is like, by and large, the stuff that is a kind of regular bread and butter is mostly like solid color, acrylic, whatever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For reasons I can't explain, when I see this heritage se with its marble like texture and it's fun and and very pelican like to be honest i think Mm -hmm. maybe that's part of my problem so i feel like i've seen this pen before and it's a pelican Uh, (laughs) the i look at this and it's like for, for a reason i can't explain i feel like this is as far as they're willing to go and that's not exciting enough for me
1: yeah that that's bothersome if you think that right i think this is the least that they could do which I'm glad they did it because maybe there's a round two. But if there's not, this is an oof. This is like, guy yeah. oh, like, like you can do you oh, you can do so much better. Um, it, it's uh, it's unfair for me to compare them to Sailor. I, I understand that, but I just I want something that tells me they understand what going on in different parts of the market right this is mm-hmm. clearly they know their market better than i do and according to tokyo inklings they're selling out of a lot of these colors in japan and it's been popular you know because they know their market that's why they make you know black and gold trim pens right like pilot's a big deal Oh man, I just love them so much. I just want something that expresses me a little bit more. <laughs> you know, I want to, I want to express myself through pilot's pens a little bit more. And I'm kind of done. Like I've I've got the things. I don't necessarily I don't need the custom heritage SE. Like if I see one in person, maybe down the line and it, it's compelling, you know, maybe I'll pick them up, but I'm not like rushing out to to make this purchase. Like it's okay, it's perfectly fine. I think the price is okay, right? It's borderline. For the smaller version of the pen, but that's kind of what these pens are going for these days, right? You're starting to see the limited edition slims get up, you know, in the upper two hundreds, close to three. Like it's 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 on the edge for that size pen. Um, when you can get like a standard, so like the custom seventy four mic is one of their standards, and they introduce new colors in that every year. It's their translucent five nib, number five nib, and it's a great pen. It's like one hundred and sixty dollars. Right, they introduced a blue and a burgundy last year. They introduced a forest green this year. They're pretty. I would buy the any of those before. I, you could buy two of those basically for this mm. pen, right? And that just makes you start to think. Like I, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I feel, I'm happy this exists, but I want to see the next twelve months. <laughs> You know, like if it, if it's over now, like if we're mm. done, then like it's bad. It's
0: like I imagine it being like, oh, okay, so here you go then. And we'll get back to what we were doing. It's kind of how right. I, I don't know why. It's like that's totally. how it makes me feel. It's just kind of like this is what you wanted, right? Now you can shut up and we can just go back to doing what we were doing before. We'll go do that.
1: I'm not asking for a lot. I'm asking for you to make solid color barrel 912s. And lime green and orange and sky blue and, you know, rotate one or two of those out every year. Like, I'm not asking for a lot, Pilot. No. No. (laughs) I'm really not.
0: We will not do it.
1: (laughs) But, like, yeah, your point is, is, is valid. It's like, this is what you wanted, right? It's like, you know, from Pilot's perspective, like, hey, look, we did the thing we did it I was like,
0: Ooh, okay <laughs> do
1: you want a treat <laughs> like here's some cookies i guess i don't know so like let's let's see what happens in the next 12 months i have a feeling we'll keep uh depending on these next 12 months we'll keep rewinding and to back to this pen at some point but it, it's just not exciting or compelling uh other than i'm glad to exist i would totally own this pen like it mm. seems fine but we're not there. I, mm-hmm. d- I don't know what there is, but I, I don't think this is it. I do know what is there, Mike. And this is me not playing fair by putting the Bung Box Dandelion launch right behind this. It's it's not comparing apples to apples. I understand that. But when I look At everything Sailor did on this pen for a small independent store and get the same size pen with exponentially more features and design thought for a lower price, I can't help but compare them. I know it's not fair. I know it's not Pilot's business model to make products like this but just in the context of the pen addict world where we've fallen over limited edition pens that are special and neat and unique you cannot compare these are they are not playing the same game when you look at a pen like the dandelion and you look at something like the custom heritage se now i i understand i'm gonna keep saying it i know that's not fair for me to compare those two I know it's not. But when you're asking me to spend upwards of $300 for a pen, and you put these side by side, they're not playing the same game. They just aren't. What do you think mm. about the Dandelion?
0: Oh, it's beautiful. So it's a green body with a uh, translucent green grip section and a finial on the body of the pen with a bright yellow cap and a there's like a, a like a little dandelion with a rushi, or like Rodden, I should say. Sorry, Rodin. Rodin. Mm-hmm. Uh In the in the finial on the cap, it's it's beautiful, and it immediately made me think of a keycap set which is available right now <laughs> called GMK Dandy, and it's mm-hmm. available like to, as we're recording today. It's the last day you can buy it, um, and they would just suit together so perfectly. Yeah. It's like dandelion. green, white, okay. and yellow. Do you see what see that GMK Dandy? Yeah, in, I look at it shot. like
1: I get it, and dandelion, and like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it, it's, it's perfect. So this is my expectation. Like I have no interest in buying dandelion, right? But I get it. Like I understand what you're telling me as a company that we made something awesome. We put a lot of extras into it, and we're going to charge you a premium for it. And there's only a limited edition going to be made. This is my expectation of what ends up on my desk, right? Where I I gotta stop. I gotta stop comparing them. It's it's not fair for me to compare no, but sailor's I don't, business and I pilot's think, business.
0: No, it's but fine. But from a
1: consumer, from a consumer, it is fair when I have three hundred dollars to spend and I'll just dismiss this pilot out of hand. Good. Even products though I have right.
0: stories. Right? That story mm. can be almost created just to sell the product, right? But it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. Your job as a manufacturer and as a marketing team is to tell the story of the product. Mm -hmm. The Pilot Custom Heritage SE's story doesn't speak to me. Mm -hmm. Maybe... It you know it doesn't help that we are look well I mean the, the website that Pilot have available right now it does even though it's in Japanese there's no information on it right like it's just like mm. here's the pen uh, yeah it's like the it's like the product sheet yeah and the like at least like calling this product the dandelion and showing me its colors and then uh, having a little bit of information about it explains to me the story and if that resonates with me I will like this product. So then this company deserves my money or well, not. I don't think it's too much to ask of a company to create a compelling story around what they're selling you.
1: Yeah. But in the end, both of these companies are beholden to their shareholders because they're public companies in Japan. And this is what I think about when I see something like Pilot. They're just going to take this to the bank. They're going to house it, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what our customers want maybe it's maybe it's not you know what you know the the 1% or 2% of like some of these special edition make me feel special chasers want like myself but you know what at the end of the year my shareholders are going to be happy and that's what i feel even though sailors in the same boat i feel like sailor talks to me personally more then pilot pilot is is segmenting themselves into a corporate feel where sailors segmenting themselves into a consumer feel is yes. the way like the big picture. I feel yeah. it
0: and that right will work now. for so, some people, you know, um, but it won't work for others. And it does. It does, tends not to work for the two of us.
1: Yeah, but I want it to. That's why I, I get get all, you know, anxious about these topics. I, I, I love pilot. I love pilot. And I, I want more, right? I will spend my money, but I, I'm not going to get it, I don't think. I, I just – I, not anytime soon. I don't think. As much as I want that to be the first of a new trend, I, I would not bet on it. And I'm a betting man. I would not bet on it.
0: All right. Let's take our second break. We've got some more fun stuff All to right. talk about on the other side. Okay. And let's uh, thank Squarespace for their support of this show. You can make your next move with Squarespace because they give you all of the tools that you need to easily create your next project for your next idea, the website that you're going to need exactly for it. They give you all of the tools that you're going to need to easily create that website that you want to maybe launch your store or maybe launch your blog, your portfolio, maybe you have an online event coming up that you want to promote. No matter what type of website you want to make, Squarespace has all of the tools. They're an all-in-one platform to help you build your next project online. There's nothing to install or patch or upgrade. They take care of all of that stuff. You don't have to worry about it. They've got you covered and... If you need any help, they have an award-winning 24-7 customer support team right there on hand. I talk about how long I've been using Squarespace. Brad's been using it for as long as me. I think we've both been Squarespace customers (laughs) for like 10 years now. Mm. It's as simple as, look, when you have something that you want to do, something that you want to get online, the thing that you want it to be there for is not just so you can spend hours and hours and weeks building the website. It's like content you want to put out there or stuff that you want to sell or something you want to promote. And Squarespace is the easiest way to go from idea to having that website there because they have all of these fantastic tools. It's really customizable, and you end up with something really professional-looking that you can access from their apps. It's so fantastic. I love it. You can try it out today. Go to squarespace.com slash penaddict, and you can sign up for a trial and build your entire website. And then when you're ready to... Set it live to the world, You sign up for one of their plans. They start at $12 a month, but you can get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain by using the offer code PENADDICT to check out, and you'll also be supporting the show. That's squarespace.com slash PENADDICT and the code PENADDICT for 10% off your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for their continued support of this show and all of Relay FM. Squarespace. Make your next move, make your next
1: website. I saw this link... Pass through my my feeds because mm-hmm. I follow the awesome articulations on Twitter, which is the aforementioned Betty mm-hmm. from the awesome relay FM podcast pictorial, and I noticed something that she reviewed Mike. Mm. And it was whoa, and it was a YouTube ad that will end in six seconds, followed by <laughs> <laughs> the Cortex theme system journal review. Yep how how cool was that to see? So uh, Betty, as a
0: you know, she she knows a guy and missed mm-hmm. the initial sale, uh, <laughs> but I was able to get one to her. Um, and I didn't know that this was something that she was going to do. And she sent it to me and said, like, hey, I'm going to publish this. Uh, I watched it just before. She's like, please tell me if I've got anything wrong. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I found it so incredibly gratifying. And it was like an emotional experience for me. Because mm-hmm. in the video, she's just, she's just talking about how she uses the journal but i hadn't yet seen like I, no I, this is the first video uh, review that i've seen i think oh no there was one more um mm-hmm. but the, that i've seen but but this was like this the way that, that betty spoke about it in the video i it really felt like she completely understood what i was trying to get out there with the product and it just felt very like I just keep saying gratifying like that's how it Mm -hmm. felt to me it just felt very like I was understood and that feeling was just so awesome because it was like oh yeah like what I have made the product that I have made which I use in this certain way people just naturally get that this is how mm-hmm. it's done, and they've integrated it into their lives this way. And I've heard, you know, we've had so much fantastic feedback, especially about this second edition, uh, but the the level at which this type of feedback has come in has been increasing. And just, right. just to see it on video and have someone show you how they're using it and show it all set up and stuff, just, I don't know, it really just it enhanced the whole thing for me.
1: Yeah, it was great. Let's let's be clear about one thing. She is very good at the YouTube. Yeah, I mean like, that I definitely let her know helps. Yesterday. When yeah. I finished the video, I was like, "Dang, like she is awesome." Being a on, good communicator
0: does definitely help get a point across. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was great. Um, secondly, I had two takeaways from just the uh, the the video itself. One, I I didn't, I don't completely understand like how necessarily like gray uses it right but she broke down like she uses gray's system setup yeah i was like oh that's pretty good because i don't really use it like that i take it more you know like I don't, I don't really intersperse business in it even though i do but i like that type of breakdown can you explain that a little bit so yeah. I, I don't butcher it and you have to redo it no,
0: so I'll put a link in the show notes as well to like the a, a short video that Gray made promoting the journal, which was one of the reasons that we sold out so fast um, last time, because it went up on Gray's YouTube channel. And Gray's use of the journal is broken down into a couple of different um, categories. So he... Writes In the first two boxes, box one is what he is personally grateful for that day. Box two is what he is professionally grateful for that day. The mm-hmm. larger box is what's on his mind, which I co-opted that as well to change mine at the mm-hmm. start of the year, which I just call thinking now. And then mm-hmm. the smaller box at the bottom is like of all of the tasks that day, what is the most important task to do and he does his journaling in the morning as well which mm. is not what I do um and then relates to it back at the end of the day as well to maybe to add more in or to tick off uh the task when it's completed
1: yeah, so I like that. I'm gonna think about that more and see if maybe that's uh, a different type of integration for me.
0: And Betty uses some some of that in her system again, yes. like as like everybody has always t- starts with something and then adapts it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the great like the gratitude stuff from box one and box two, has uh, come from grace up.
1: So the second thing I took from the video is that Betty uses the Uniball vision, and we have had to have a talk. Um, behind the scenes <laughs> so she will be receiving very shortly a retro 51 from me uh, a, a very cool uh, Shiba pastel Shiba edition um, you know nothing wrong with the Uniball vision uh, as she explained to me she gets them uh, she gets them free from work and I'm like hey that's like the 99th percentile level pin for like an office um For an office pen to be stocked with the vision, that's like you're in the 99th percentile of good office supplies. But, you know, as I told her, I said a lot of people love the vision. I just personally (laughs) don't like the vision whatsoever. (laughs) <laughs> because it's very like wet and bleedy and and like it's just not my favorite pen so i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna send me your address i'm gonna send you something so we had a good laugh about that behind the scenes but uh, <laughs> i i get it changing the I world one the person use. at a time brad you gotta do it man you you gotta do the thing and uh once i saw that i was like okay like betty let's talk and let's get this done so uh i'll I'll be sending uh i'll be sending her (laughs) a retro 51 here pretty soon (laughs) we'll see and she may hate it like that's cool yeah like i just want to try like let's let's try let's try this thing and you may hate it yeah you may totally hate it and like that is completely cool if you don't like the thing and you prefer yours but uh, I at least want to show some options out there. So, yeah, uh, we, are, we are definitely talking.
0: I'm in a weird moment with the journal.
1: Yeah, you've been talking to me. Um, uh, Can, can I get a, a, a kilo, uh, a shipping weight um update? Oh, it was, <laughs> those it was are my, another one
0: and a half tons.
1: Those are my favorite things from you. It's like, okay, the weight of this shipment is one and yeah. a half
0: tons. Yeah, we 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 deal in like amounts that I can't properly comprehend. Tonage. You know, it's like, oh no, it's like a full truck now. It's like a yeah. You know, okay, <laughs> great. So the journals are done. They're they're sitting in Cotton Bureau right now. So we have achieved mm-hmm. something that has up until this point been impossible to <laughs> deliver a product on time, which. Mm. We've never done that okay. before. We've always had timelines. Like, I would love to get it arrived right by this time. How about six months later? So, you know, we wanted to have them available in March because then people will be ready for April, right? Which mm-hmm. is, you know, if you've got a, a book that can be quarterly, that's exactly what you need. So, in theory, they're ready. We just put them on sale. <laughs> but, we're now, but we're now looking at the... VAT restrictions. So, yay, government. Our friends at Cotton Bureau are going through the hoops to get the ability to charge VAT for UK sales and I believe all of Europe sales uh, up front.
1: Yeah. But, so, we touched on this, you know, a month or two yeah. ago with the shipping changes that mm-hmm. just uh, honestly came out of the blue, sort of.
0: Yeah, no um, it, it, so it now, was out of the blue because it couldn't mm-hmm. be decided until some of the Brexit stuff was decided so it was like yeah. okay it's 1st of January here's the new stuff so but now it's like effectively we're waiting now for a government body to provide them <laughs> with what they need comp <laughs> yeah. bureau's ready they just need to be able to have the VAT numbers and stuff
1: right there's registration and government's uh, so i'm now
0: involved in this point of like, okay, I don't want to hold them all because of just the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're now kind of, Mm -hmm. it's like, I just sent them an email before the show began. I was like, so here's what I want. I want these journals to be landing on people's doorsteps before the end of March. Right? Right. So we just need to set a date that we're going to put them on sale, and when they get their UK stuff in, they can put that in. And anybody that buys from the UK beforehand, I guess it will do just like the first time, where we just cross our fingers and hope that they arrive. And I know, as somebody who lives in the United Kingdom, that's happening. Stuff's just arriving, right? So, right. Really, I think we're just going to have to probably roll the dice with it a little bit um and just put them put them on on sale but it will be great though because now one of the biggest complaints that we get is just oh i got hit by this customs thing right but now <laughs> you'll yeah. you'll see what it's going to cost you up front so you can decide right and in theory you should people won't be paying i would assume no one's going to pay handling fees anymore with their customs agencies because it won't be put through customs so right
1: custom customs
0: Right, I'm expecting, you'll just see it's going to cost you like $20 or whatever it's going to be. And that includes shipping and your taxes. And that's that, right? And so that, that uh, my expectation is it's going to make the customer experience better going forward. Um, but now we're just in this weird point. And really, my, my feeling is we're just going to get to some point here over the next week or so. And we're just going to have to put them on sale. Yep. I don't want to hold up the entire world <laughs> of yeah. customers can retro, just for the United Kingdom. You can
1: retroactively bookkeep this stuff. It's just a P, pita. Yeah. And so.
0: th- I know that Cotton Bureau will work with me on that and we'll we'll just get it done. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's kind of the state of it right now, uh, which is that they're done and they're sitting in a warehouse and... Uh, we're just waiting to start selling them.
1: Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Um, I, I mean, you're most of the way there. Like I, but it's always something. It's always gonna be something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Just frustrating. It's like, can I stop being? Fr- I did. I did the thing this time, Mom. It was awesome. It was like, yeah. Oh, but, I mean, not know, to mention the
0: fact that there was like a brand new issue at customs we've never experienced before.
1: Good times. You it's know, like always something.
0: This is how uh, I am submitting to the fact that this is my life now right yes <laughs> yeah, right and so the sooner that i come to accept that the better for me and my frustration levels mhm you know i just this is just part of who i am now as a person that gets annoyed about how hard it is to move physical products around the world
1: welcome yeah all right what we are as well mike is where the ask tpa answers mm-hmm. our hockey friends haven't gotten in on the game i think they might have given up i haven't checked in in a couple of days i am really anxiously awaiting these these hockey questions but until then we just have <laughs> pen questions to cover
0: <laughs> Windlell asks is it possible to organize a letter writing campaign to ban corporations to the collective will of pen addicts we could petition larmy uh, for Alami 2000 and other colors, we could get an M90 Resurrection from Pilot, maybe even a piston filler for Kaveco.
1: <laughs> so, that short answer is no. Uh, I
0: generally don't like that kind of stuff, like myself, <laughs> like you know, people taking like trying yeah, to yeah, bend yeah. companies to their will on social media and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's just you've yeah, just that's... made somebody's day who's handling a social media account bad you know, like some mm-hmm. intern that day was just ruined because everyone started <laughs> tweeting at someone.
1: Yeah. And let's be perfectly clear. These companies do not know who we are. Like Caveco does because I, I've talked with them, but like Lamy and pilot do not have a clue who we are, nor would they care that there is a campaign mm. uh, to get me an orange uh, pilot custom Nine Twelve. <laughs> um The distributors do know who we are. And, uh, they will just let me know when they're mad at me for saying that their pens cost too much, but that's okay. Like that's part of the deal. Like we all have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, we're our, a letter of writing campaign for the, the, the purple Lamy 2000 or the orange pilots not going to happen. I would love to see an M 90 resurrection, except we already had one. Um, what, it 10 should years just ago be now.
0: a product.
1: It should just, it, yeah, I, I, you're preaching in the choir on this one. We could yell about this for an entire episode. The One thing I will say, our Windlell, I think Kaveco is going to do a sport piston filler. I think that was on the roadmap uh, about a year ago that they'd mentioned that they're going to try that again because they used to have those in the 30s and 40s. And I have a couple of them here. They're awesome. I think they're going to try to resurrect that idea. I haven't seen or heard of anything in probably over a year on that, but I think mm-hmm. they're going to... Uh, I think that's at least an attempt um, by them. So you're going to see that before I think we get a, a wider availability of some of the other things you're looking for. But yeah, there you go. All right,
0: Marty asks, In your opinion, what is the best off-the-shelf spiral-bound notebook that you can get at a Staples or Office Depot? I'm looking for an everyday notebook for work that is not too costly. Work will cover the cost, but can handle fountain pen ink and roller balls and that kind of stuff?
1: I don't really have one right now. Um, the uh, Black and Red, I think, is – I don't know if that's a specific store brand. That's Staples, exactly. Um, one of the store brands is called Black and Red, and I think they make a spiral bound. They used to make like a hard Oh,
0: one I used to see those at the bank. Yeah. We just had like cabinets
1: full of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's definitely one of the suppliers. Those are fountain pen friendly. Um, if you can find it in spiral bound, I, I won't swear to them having that because I haven't looked at this category in a long time. There hasn't been any standouts that I'm aware of currently. So if anyone right now has some, you know, off the shelf spiral bounds that you're using that are fountain pen friendly, that's the challenge, right? Um, to to get from Staples, Office Depot, outside of like black and red, um, any of the arc stuff, um that's built for the disk bound systems i don't know if they use have morphed that arc um line up into a spiral bound outside of the disk bound
0: you're super internet disk bound now aren't you i was reading in your newsletter about you were pulling pages out of old notebooks <laughs> and you're just gonna punch them <laughs> and put them in the william Hanna.
1: yeah i have a really defined system now like that is my work notebook Right, right, and then that work notebook also has to have note pages, just like the back of your theme system journal has note pages, because sometimes other stuff has to go there, and that's what yep. I use for that. So, and you're yeah. just putting like,
0: all it, kinds of random paper in there now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sitting; it's like the notebook I have open as I'm doing this show with you right now. So, yeah, like I'm all in on mm. on that. It's it's it, like we talk about things that I stick. Look forward so much
0: to being able to actually see
1: this thing of yours one day. It's not impressive. I just want to get a sense of it. No, I mean that in like the nicest way possible. It's a killer product Mm -hmm. that does its job extremely well. And I have been able to, it, it has stuck with me. Like that's when we know like a product's good when you try to go away from it and you return to it because you miss using it because it works so well. That's what that is for me. So, um, it, it's because of the, the calendar layout, the task list layout, I have exactly what I want and then I can just fill the rest of the notebook with all kinds of cool paper. So, yeah. So, um, you'll see some from some of my friends, um, that are, that are like really, really crazy, um, looking. Mine is very, very normal, normalish looking. You'll be like, huh, yeah, that's a notebook. Cool. <laughs> but it just works super well for me.
0: All right, and Mike Wiles asks, endless home improvement projects have got me wondering, what kinds of pencils do you like to use when marking <laughs>
1: on walls? I feel like you should probably ask my kids this because that would just be some random markings on the wall. I, like, I am not home improvement guy. My wife will tell you that. Okay. Um, So, and I would almost never go with carpenter pencils because I just think they're too big for markings. The only thing I'll use for markings these days is for um, picture hanging or anything like wall hangings. Yeah. Those get pencil marks. It's honestly any pencil. Um, I would always use a mechanical
0: pencil for this because mechanical pencil makes the smallest mark and that's what I want. I don't want to leave a big mark on the wall.
1: Yeah. So I don't have a specific, I don't have a wall marking pencil. It's probably going to be the first mechanical pencil I will pick up off my desk, which there's only a few. It's like a Rotring 600 and a spoke model 4. like, that's it. It's going to be one of those two, even more so than like a wooden pencil, which I have, I'm staring at like 30 of them right now on my desk. I'm still probably going to grab a mechanical pencil for that task, especially if a ruler is involved. I'm going to go with the uh, mechanical pencil as well because the the pipe uh, managing uh, uh, up against the ruler will not affect the graphite as much.
0: All right, if you would like to send in a question for us to answer on the show, just send out a tweet with the hashtag AskTPA or you can use question mark AskTPA in the RelayFM members' Discord. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors for this week's episode, Squarespace and Uni. If you want to find Brad online, you can go to penaddict.com, go to spokedesign.com, you want to keep your keep locked to there, right? What are the mm. best social media uh, destinations for the Spoke fountain pen launch? People it's all Spoke it design, right. everything. Okay. Uh, so we, Instagram, we the,
1: mm-hmm, Instagram, Twitter. Cool. Probably Instagram is is the best. That's the most active.
0: Yeah, of course, it makes the most sense, right? All right, yeah. I'll put a link to that in the chat. Uh, in the it's uh, a in the very
1: good looking Instagram page. Of course Our it is. Are,
0: like, of, of course it is. Yeah, look at Actually, job. this is aesthetically pleasing. This it is, uh, yeah,
1: like the style of s- the spoke aesthetic that Brian came up with, um, really is is really great. That's all Brian. I want to give yeah, him yeah. This credit. is good. Mm-hmm. Brian's better than you. Oh no doubt. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just a pretty face, Mike. Yeah, he <laughs> really does are. all the work. <laughs> <You> really, <laughs> Brian. Are. Brian is the, the brains behind this mm-hmm. operation. Let me tell you that right now.
0: Uh, so keep your eye on that. You can find Brad. He's at Dowdy, dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M on Twitter and penaddict on Instagram. You can also find Brad streaming live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash penaddict. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, and I stream keyboard-related content every Friday. I'm going to be streaming this Friday at mike.live at 10.30 Eastern time 10 30 a.m. Eastern time at mike.live this week um thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the pen addict until next time say goodbye brad
1: goodbye brad